Welcome to Whole Woman Health. I am your host, Bethany Gadvoice, certified registered yoga teacher. Discover the healer within. We will discuss women's health, all things yoga, self-healing, healthy aging, facing pain, but also what your deepest passions are, what makes your heart beat. Any deep connected topic is on the table of discussion. Join me. Welcome everyone to Whole Woman Health. And today I have a very special guest, Jai Shree, who's joining us. Jai Shree, would you like to say hello? Hello, beautiful people. Thank you so much, Bethany, for having me here. I'm grateful. And thank you so much for being on. And you too are into all things yoga. So we have a lot in common already. Mm. And I would love to hear, you know, a bit about your journey. If you'd like to just introduce yourself to everyone, how you got into yoga, just how your path took you. Sure, of course. So my name is Jayashree Dow Spielman. I'm the owner and creator of the Soul Culture Yoga School Certification School, as well as the Soul Mapping Matrix. And I'm a yoga educator, author, mentor, and mom. And I have been teaching yoga since 2006. And I am basically traveling and sharing from a place of being in the honored, sacred, sovereign moment so that we all can create this amazing new world together. Oh, that's so beautiful. And just the way you've described it, like, that's how I feel about yoga, too. And everyone has like their own version. You can't really tell someone what their yoga is, right? Absolutely. Everyone has their own process. And that is vital, as you say, in someone owning their own yoga practice. That's right. So why don't you share a little bit about, you know, how when did you start really getting into it, just kind of that transformation that took place that maybe catapulted you into becoming a teacher? Like, was there anything significant Mm. that happened in your life? Mm. Well, yes, of course. I was born, right? (laughs) That was the first thing. (laughs) Nailed it. I was was born into a body as a soul. Um, Very grateful to have born to an amazing, amazing family, beautiful, humble people, very educated and integral, which is super important. Uh, But definitely on different spiritual paths in the sense that, you know, to come to earth and to share and know what our, you know, highest calling is, that's not the easiest place to live and be. And so I always honor my parents as my first gurus and as beloved, and I'm so lucky to have them as so many people say in the world. Uh, And then I got married and got some more parents in there. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) I was born to be both an entrepreneur and a sacred activist. Okay. So I would say that I was an actor, which is to say that was a vehicle for integrating a lot of wisdom, a lot of psychology, certainly moving my energy, my Shakti, as the yogis would say, Mm -hmm. and allowing me to learn what it is to actually be even a healer and kind of what I call an energy alchemist. Mm -hmm. And so I studied yoga since I was 18 years old in conservatory. 
and there was always a bridge. There was always a bridge between acting and singing and performing and also serving. But I definitely had my own downward spiral, which is to say uh, the breakdown of my health and my spirit at the end of my career, which mm -hmm. was until, you know, after 9-11 in New York City um, and moving to Los Angeles from living in New York for 10 years, it was just like a complete uh, dark night of the soul. Yeah. You know, we all have those, right? It's yes. kind of a constant. And that is when I came back to Massachusetts and really mourned and like really grieved my entire life as an actor. Um, Cause I took it very beautifully seriously and studied Shakespeare and all the poets and all the artists and deep into religion and ethics and morality while I was in um, college and had to pivot. Mm -hmm. And it is that pivot that we're really talking about, right? When it comes to yoga and when it comes to moving forward and what mentorship is about. So I did, I pivoted, uh, I left that world and I heard yoga saves me, yoga saves me. And I didn't understand it fully and I'm still unraveling and mm -hmm. but it did. And I immediately turned towards teaching yoga and I studied and uh, trained with so many of the amazing, you know, asana, ashtanga teachers, but I really shouldn't even speak to that part of it. It's really how I was led to become a teacher's teacher by being with uh, the Vaishnavs and the bhakti yogis all over the world. So I owe so much to them and I'm I'm so uh, grateful to them always. And that's what led me to become a teacher trainer and open my school and write some books and more traveling. And wow. here we are. That is amazing. What a journey. <laughs> it is. It is for all of us. You know, we're so blessed and, and I'm very blessed um, yep. to even be alive right now is the hugest gift. Right. And to be alive kind of saying that, you feel like you found your dharma, you know, you followed your soul's path, even if it took, you know, a crazy way of traveling across the country or how it came to be. Like, look where you are now and just hearing you describe it. It just sounds so aligned. Mm, thank you for that beautiful reflection. I appreciate yeah. that so much. Yes. And thank you for sharing. And, um, we certainly all have our journeys, our transformations that, you know, we don't always highlight how painful or how difficult something may have been to overcome. And mm. it all might sound so, oh, yeah, yoga is so great and it does save you, but it's really <laughs> difficult. It's a lot of hard inner work and the shadow work. And Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You got it. And that's that's what's highlighting right now is in this time, what yoga really means, yeah. because it's so much we say about the pivot and it's about the nexus point, about the now, but how that shows up for all of us. Yes, it's unique and it's different, but it's more than necessary at this point in time. Oh, yeah, especially now, which has been like an awakening in itself to be like, we understand this is supposed to happen to a point, but how do you accept so much pain that comes with it amen <laughs> mm -hmm. oh wow well that's it's truly incredible what your journey has been and I mean I'm more newer to yoga so to hear 
you know, just this wisdom and the experience is, is enriching for me as well. Cause we are always a student, right? Always. always. <laughs> so with your soul work, do you want to describe kind of, um, you know, just so enlightened listeners, how you go about doing that? It looks like you have courses, the teacher training. Do you want to share a little bit more detail in that area? Sure. Of course. Well, I started teaching at a time where I was very blessed to just move forward and learn from as many people as I could, go to India, lead retreats, follow the instruction of my teachers. That was really what it came down to, and really honoring lineage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with yoga, there is like data or information that comes in. Then there's the way we process that data. Right. And we integrate it or we do not into our life. Exactly. So I was blessed to teach thousands of classes. That's no joke. Like people say that that's true. You know, thousands of hours and thousands of hands-on assisting bodies, which by the way, they don't do so much anymore. They didn't assist so much even before we went through this pandemic and just honoring the healing process, the many layers of, you could call it shamanic work that comes mm -hmm. in understanding our various medicine or medicinal practices. Yeah. And right away, I was blessed to connect to something that was saying, you know, move this forward, teach all this, give. And by the way, this was yes with migraines because that's part of my journey, which is how I connect to so many people, pain is very real mm -hmm. and you can't just wish your way out of, you know, certain pain or what we would call karma, right? You have to right. work your way. That's right. Side out as you were saying so beautifully. And I, I know we're connecting on that. There is deep healing work that happens on the inside, but the physical asana is on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. And the mantras and, you know, all the poses are leading you to an inward place, but it goes even beyond that. So I did open the Soul Culture Yoga School and said, all right, I'm going to certify people to embody their spirituality and, and help them be confident and love them. I'm just going to love them and give everything. Of course, in these days, you know, how do you do that without falling apart? Yeah. That's what led me to start mentoring because I knew that one-on-one -on -one was going to be so important. I didn't know why. And I wasn't sure. Again, I can see things and I can write books about them and you can be psychic, but it's how you integrate it, right? With this yes, world. Exactly. Yes. So I mentored and I helped people pivot and couples and it became very clear when my husband and I got together 10 years ago that we had a lot of joy and a lot of creativity we're both musicians and yoga mm. medicinal um healers in the sense of you know utilizing ancient tools and all that and so created the soul culture yoga school and the soul mapping mentorship and then I got the instruction to start working more with couples and as my husband was studying you know more about finances and sciences and we were we were bringing that together we were going through our own pivots and our own work somehow we got to that beginning of 2020 
and we created the soul mapping matrix. And that was the online course that was going to help people, you know, bring back that, that groove, as they say, in some places or a divine timing and flow. And, and that's really it um, about matching our language to the landscape, not only of our minds, but of our souls. And that's really what I wish to bring to people, the ability and the tools to, to move forward with the pivots in a joyful, vibrant, blissful way, even if we have karma, which mm. we even if we have pain, which we do. Mm -hmm. And there is uh, so much sacred wisdom and there's always teachers on the planet. So, Oh, that's so beautiful. And I just, I had to sit and just kind of like listen to you so I could integrate it myself because of the truth that, you know, you're exuding. Mm. Mm. But that sounds like it was divine timing for you to, you know, do the online platform at that time and to help whoever, you know, the seekers that needed that in their lives. And, the you seekers, know, baby, the seekers. <laughs> Seekers, the wisdom wishers, the well wishers, the yeah. the both mix of academia and scholar with the you know how to make that bare bones real in real life, right? Because yeah. to be to be quite honest, when during my first two hundred hour, I was like, how do I go back to the real world now? <laughs> right, so true. <laughs> and now look what the real world is, though, mm -hmm. you know. And I was just thinking about that this morning, Bethany. I was thinking like the pivot is constant. And what used to be, you know, it's radical self-care. What I teach is radical self-care. Yeah. And it means I have to go through it, yes, over and over. But there are some really big ones, right? Yeah. Huge ones. So having a baby or yes. getting pregnant or manifesting a home. These are... These are things that happened for me, those things I just spoke to in the past only four years. And I got pregnant, you know, on my 41st birthday in India. Uh, so, oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure you have an amazing journey yourself and it's never ending. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll just quickly share. I knew I needed to get out of the last two years of what's happening. So I signed up for Ayurveda. I did a 300 hour training for the year online. It was amazing, incredible. So I got certified my last Ayurveda weekend. I fell pregnant after years of struggling to have my second. Mm. So it was just this other reassurance that I was on the right path on the right track and the divine timing that it represented. And I don't know, it was just something about like, even though things are difficult and challenging and everyone thinks it's so bad right now like this beautiful piece came out of it for what I'm meant to do in my work <laughs> Jai Ho so I'm sure you could you know appreciate or resonate with that but that's incredible to be in India and conceive you know whatever your journey was to get to that point it's like yeah. the spirituality yeah. weaving into that. Yeah. You know, I remember so many times because I started teaching, you know, earlier and I had so many amazing goddesses and women coming to mm -hmm. me and, 
you know, this is not to say that we don't need to do all the the psychological spiritual work too. It's all it's all part of it. And as we know, we grow and we gain in wisdom and and all that. But the vibrancy of life, this question of creativity, this question of finding our way of being in this third dimensional world as spiritual beings, it really is very, mm, it's natural, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And there are cycles and times that people speak to. It's just kind of a matter of how do we stay ahead of the game? And how do we like understand what I call, you know, the matrix or what is our inner matrix and can we connect to that? So I just love what you said about doing the thing that you knew is good for your soul. Mm -hmm. Yes. That helped the natural evolution of life it helped connect you to your higher callings. And that's certainly true for, you know, having a, a baby. I always, people will say, well, how'd you do it? And I was like, uh, well, I, <laughs> that one, I, you know, I was eating my eighth retreat and I went and got full body massages. And it's actually a very interesting story. I think I talk about it in my second book, all the, all the secrets, you know, um, of full body massages and Ayurveda and it's all part of it. So God bless you for bringing it out to the world and being a mom and teaching it. It's really powerful. Also. Yeah. Doing my best. I'm like, I'm, it's definitely a longer, like in my first 200 hour, we called it the slow path. Like, mm. you know, none of this is meant to be, Oh, now I'm a, uh, you know, teacher and I can just start teaching and telling people like, it's that we have that urge to share, which is the yoga coming out of us. But then we also know we're still growing and integrating and our path is unfolding. We're still a student and we're just kind of, we're with everyone else doing it, but you know, we're just like, yeah, this is what's going on in my experience and you have your own journey. And it's so it's just so nice when like you and I can come together and share these pieces of such oh, different yes. parts of how we're going through it, but we still appreciate the very deep layers of how we got to where we are. Very much so. And, you know, in my teacher training programs, it is, I hear you saying that it's both the experience of expression as a teacher, which we teach, you know, you, you have to have the bones and the structure. And that is all what we call gyan, right? Or wisdom. It's yeah. also part of karma yoga. It's understanding these this language. This Sanskrit language is so beautiful. And it is. Just, and uh, when I was young, I was, you know, speaking Hebrew and all other languages would just come. And you realize, ah, this is the poetry of life. Mm -hmm. Like music. Like yes, the flow. But I also think lineage is also very important. And yes, I, I perhaps that's what creates some of the the best teachers or even the best houses of study is really understanding that Vedanta exists in its own timeline and it's eternal. And that's why they call, you know, this, this Bhakti Yoga path Sanatana Dharma because Sanatana means eternal. So it's that which is always flowing. It's like the current. Right. In, in India, there are these different um, 
rivers, sacred rivers, the Ganges, mm -hmm. part of that, and the Yamuna, and they are personalities of yeah. And so when we show up and not only share, it's, it's more than just trauma, it's more than just psychology, and it's more than just emoting, it's what river or what current are we connecting to? Ah, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And that's what we try to hold by following lineage. Right. By repeating, you know, these sacred teachings. And honoring that and not and just honoring them. being like, I don't know, like, oh, I guess I'm just what I'm saying is not just saying, oh, now I'm a yoga teacher. Like it's, yeah. it's more than that. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, it is. And it's also just showing up. Right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, not not every yoga teacher is actually a yogi. And I, I forgive me for saying that, but that might be true because some yoga teachers, their Ishtadev or their follower, the, who they want to follow is Jesus, for example, or say Buddha. And mm -hmm. so maybe they would consider themselves a Christian first or a Buddhist first. And that's when you get into right. almost like religiosity. But the commonality of sharing our gifts, we could call ourselves healers, we could call ourselves artists. That's one part of it. And then the other part is, you know, what are we actually teaching? And I don't think it's an easy thing at all being a yoga teacher except for that we can just show up to it and offer and give. And that, that helps build our confidence that helps us be in better relationships and that helps us stay healthy. Yes. Yeah. That's it right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so nice to touch upon these, you know, wide array of topics with you. I could go on and on, but just for, kind of keeping things aligned um yes. would you like to share more about how you know are you doing any upcoming trainings that you're launching or let people know how they can get in touch with you like what yeah. what point are you at with the with the um courses and the programs and the teacher trainings yes well thank you for asking um because the service has to go with the times, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew in 2020 that, you know, after graduating our sixth class, we opened a yoga studio called Sanctuary Center for Yoga and Healing in Massachusetts. And for two years, it was just so beautiful. We, we are kirtan t singers, so we lead and play music with kirtaniers all over the world. And we brought so many good teachers, but it closed and it had to which was very mm -hmm. beautiful. And about that time, I wrote this book at the beginning of 2020. It was really about the pandemic and it was a way to help people connect to their psychic body as well as their third dimension body in this next moment that we were coming into. And I'm not alone. There are many people who are doing this, you know, uh, but my book, Soul Ascension, was my second and I made it for free. So first of all, you're most welcome and your audience always to go to jaishriyoga.com and just download Soul Ascension and enjoy it. Call it a revelation novel. Wonderful. Yeah. Definitely we'll do that and include that in yeah. your information. And the most thing we're doing, if that's language that speaks to it, the most thing we're doing. <laughs> is, <laughs> that's a mom moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> My husband and I... Uh, 
purchased our first home here in the Catskills of New York uh, at a crazy time, which was during the pandemic. But we knew we needed to do it because our focus has turned to couples and families. We are both homeschooling our four-year-old daughter, and we're working with couples to regain their vibrancy, their sovereignty, especially building new language now in this time. It's so difficult. My oh, God. yeah. It's, yes. it's just what we've been through. We haven't even begun, Bethany, on talking about that, but that's okay. Next time. <laughs> we are building our majestic couples mastermind. And that really is what I've been calling it. Even calling in you and calling in other seekers and souls, as you say, who are on this journey. We want to help people recommit to their journey with radical self-care, with radical confidence and joy, because there is no other choice at this point. Like you walk outside and it's radical. People yes. get mad. People have different opinions about everything. People mm -hmm. are afraid to breathe. It's crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy. But it's also the great, greatest time on earth. Some would call the great awakening. That could be a buzzword. You could call it just 2022 that we're into now. We call it time to maintain your sacred space and your sovereignty both together and as a couple and separate and with children. Mm -hmm. So we are building the mastermind now. So most of my work is one-to-one -one mentorship. It's called soul mapping. We do two to two mentorship and then we're building this mastermind. Mm. Everything can be found on jayashriyoga.com. Everyone can download my books for free. They can get on my list and we can connect. And I hope to just continue to serve in this way uh, as all the lights continue to go off and all of you and all these beautiful souls keep awakening and rising in our sacred sovereignty. Yes, that that's beautiful because we need it now the most. So yes, yes, we I, do. I love that. I'll, I've been on your website. I'm going to keep browsing and mm -hmm. I'll, um, I'm going to check out your, your book too. I haven't had a chance yet, but you know, I can relate to you as a mom and just trying to balance all of it, like having your alone time, your time with your partner, your time with your child or children, and still kind of maintaining yourself. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. there's not enough time in, a, in the day sometimes. And then other mm -hmm. times, you know, you don't know what to do with yourself. So it's, it's, it's one of true. those things you may need. It's, it's why, why we, it's what we teach in the soul mapping matrix. I love that. What we do it, teach. Yeah. It sounds like a wonderful program. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm offering some workshops coming up that are very inexpensive. Okay. Uh, it's a way to give back and make things, you know, more available. Uh, so if you go to my website, it will be there as well as on Facebook and Instagram, jayashriyoga.com. And I believe... Coming up February, even early February. Uh, so not sure when this podcast will go out, but I'm always happy and open to speak with anyone. Wonderful. I usually do a pretty quick turnaround. So I'll. Awesome. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll join me for that workshop on fe <laughs> on February 2nd. And I'll yeah, I'll check it February out. February 5th. Absolutely. I'd love to. Absolutely. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch upon that we didn't? We certainly have, mm. you know, plenty of time. So yeah. if there's something that you feel you should well, say, please share. When I tune in right now, besides sending out love, I heard you mention 
that feeling when we are pivoting every moment, like as a parent or in work, you know, just as a human being. And there is this relatable, repeatable, reliable, you know, process of soul mapping that I only took and interpreted in language that would hopefully connect most people. But that first level of the soul mapping matrix, we call it awareness, core desire, and then choice. Okay. And I just want to say that anybody can do this, whether someone, you know, it doesn't matter if they work with me or they read a book or they find it. It's like everybody on the planet has the ability to tap in right now to their psychic ability and catch that current and catch that wave. So I hope that happens for more and more people. Yes. And I do know what you're referring to. I feel like I know when I'm in the flow on the wave or whatever you want to call it. And when I'm out of sync and it's frenetic and I'm like, oh, I need to ground and do all the things that help me get back to center. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say, I love how you've weaved in the word pivot throughout this mm. episode. I mean, it's not typically a word I use frequently in the way you've used it. I don't know. It's kind of draws this attention. Like, how are you going to pivot? Which direction are you going to go in? Yeah. Are you just going to spin around and be like, <laughs> <laughs> implode? Are we just going to, and we do, we do implode because we don't know how to work with pressure so well and we forget. So the whole idea is remembering. How yes. are we going to remember? And that's what plugging into lineage does. Yes. It helps you remember. And that's really, that's the main, you know, secret, you know, the main, nugget, however that connects to each soul, where that pivot is, that's where the magic is. Yes. Cause it lives in ourselves. It does. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I would say that's the, um, whole woman wisdom right there. <laughs> mm. Jai ho. <laughs> radhe radhe, as we'd say, victory to the goddess to that. Oh, yes. beautiful. Love all of that. Mm. Well, this has been truly enriching, uplifting. I feel like I've been boosted here just by, you know, sharing and hearing from your experience and the words that you've used. It's it's just so, I feel fuller. (laughs) Beautiful. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. It's been a joy speaking with you. Yes, it's been wonderful. Thank you again for joining. I love to reconnect on wherever it takes us. And I look forward to the audience, you know, soaking this up. So thank you so much, Jai Shri. Thank you, Bethany. Appreciate you and all blessing. If you enjoyed this episode of Whole Woman Health, please leave feedback. I hope to see you next time. Thank you for listening.